0: Welcome back to the UNABCM podcast, another week, another episode. We hope everything is going well for you and your family as you are listening to this and tuning in. Excited about this new series that we're launching this week called What We Have Learned. And so over the next few weeks, you're going to hear perspective from from myself, from students of all ages, um, talking about what we've learned during this time And in this, uh, as you listen to this, if you don't know who I am, I am Matt Daniels, the campus minister here at the UNABCM and excited to join in with you on this uh, journey through this podcast. I hope you've gone back and heard our other episodes. Our previous series was um, entitled, "A Call To, and we talked about different callings we have on our lives. So just would encourage you to do those. We are on all of your streaming platforms. But that's enough on this. I want to talk about this episode. we have got a very uh, unique episode. Joining me today is Caleb Vardaman. Caleb, how are you doing today? I'm
1: good. Glad to be here. Yeah,
0: good. So um, I'm excited to have Caleb here, and we'll talk a little bit about our background and our connection and where he's here. But before we do that, Caleb, why don't you go ahead and just introduce yourself? Like
1: oh, he said, my name uh, is Caleb Vardaman. I'm 18 years old. I've grown up in Florence. I uh, go to Scholes Christian right now. I'm a senior, hoping to graduate at some point this summer. Officially and then I will uh, start a unit here in the fall.
0: Yeah and So an important part of this what we've learned series is you're going to see we're going to hit different aspects of these students and I Wanted to start with Caleb being a high school senior uh, As he said getting ready to graduate and embark on to the college journey to just talk about his experiences and what he's learned And then some things we can talk about transitioning into college um, Caleb and I have known each other for a while You know uh, if you've listened to last week's podcast you heard me mention a guy by the name of Todd Vardeman and his uh, help in my journey in life and helping me make some life decisions. Uh, Todd is Caleb's father and so uh, that's the connection here and Caleb and I get to stand on the sidelines of UNA football games and watch a lot of football together and so excited to have Caleb here and so um, Caleb why don't you just go ahead and talk to us a little bit about just what this experience with the virus and the shutdown and What has been for you in your high school life?
1: Yeah, it's been really weird, obviously, like for everybody. But I guess at first I was in denial. I was, you know, one day expecting just everything was going to be normal. I was going to go back to school, see my friends, start playing baseball again. Mm -hmm. Like I have since I was five years old. But Mm -hmm. I guess it still took a few weeks probably after it officially got canceled to really comprehend what happened and still don't really understand. Sure. Pray about about every day trying to figure out why this happened, or what to do next. Yeah, and so take us through a little bit
0: like, what was the conversations like with you and your peers, your other high school seniors? Like, how were y'all processing this with each other? I
1: felt more like a joke to begin mm-hmm. with, because in our economics class, we watched the CNN, like student news every day, and they kept talking about it, and we were all, didn't really expect it us to be affected by it, obviously, like I'm sure nobody did. And then one day, we, it was the last day of school. It was uh, March 13th, I think. It was a Friday. We had baseball and softball games, and then after the game, uh, my girlfriend just got done playing softball, and she came and said something about how because spring break was coming up a couple of weeks, talk about how we might not even get to go to the beach and how season might be canceled. And I was like, Yeah, that's not gonna happen. Cause I try to be optimistic when right. I can. And then then our first area game actually with Marshallville was coming up that Monday and Tuesday. So we haven't even started area yet. So I was just really looking forward to that, ready to come up the next day, because we lost that day 12 to five. Mm-hmm. Not too excited about that. So right. I was ready to come back and practice and try to get our first area win. And all of a sudden we were out for two weeks before spring break even got there. Mm-hmm. So it kind of happened so fast I didn't really yeah. know what happened.
0: Yeah, and and talk a little bit too about, you know, you mentioned playing baseball and that ending a lot differently than you had envisioned your whole life, right? I mean, I think you said you started at age five. You know, so what was that like for you?
1: It was tough. You know, I went 0 for 4 in that game. It was actually the same team we played our first game of the year, and we scored 10 runs in the first inning. And I think, I feel like half of them were still playing basketball because it was a completely different team. You know, they put up 12 runs on us mm-hmm. and we beat them the first time and played them like 25 to 5 or something like yeah. that. And it was also 20 degrees that day so that didn't help but yeah. it was i don't know it was weird i was just always expecting one more day and i was gonna be back out there with all my friends i was only senior so i was mainly trying to be a good example for the younger guys and just kind of get our program turned around in the right direction because actually last year was the first time we had missed playoffs in school history yeah. and my seventh grade year we won state right i was not play, but i was there and i i know what of the potential our school has, and I wanted to live up to the legacy that people before me left.
0: Yeah, and if you don't know anything about Schultz Christian, he's right. I mean, baseball is king, you know. And it's what you do. <laughs> yeah, everybody plays baseball and you win. Uh, and, and I know um, a little bit more about everything, and you don't have to get into too much detail, but I know throughout kind of the end of the baseball career, you faced a lot of adversity, you know, and now this. Talk about it all, just everything you've experienced leading into our next part of the conversation, but just kind of talk about your high school experience in general because I know you face adversity, but I also know you well enough to know that I think you've loved your high school experience as Joel's Christian. So just kind of talk about all of it.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. To matter I mean, I've had been there six years. I've had six different baseball coaches, and it's not to blame all them, but, you know, life happens, and I don't have any control over it. Mm-hmm. Much as my my dad talks about it every day when anything bad happens, control what you can control on and off the field in life every day. So, even though I've had multiple coaches, I played football too all six years. uh, Just especially baseball, sports in general, was just my way to get away from everybody. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty shy, but especially out there, I don't have to talk to anyone. I can do my own thing, Mm -hmm. have fun with my friends, and it's been tough, but I've loved every second of it.
0: Yeah, and so I know that about you and you've loved it. So talk about what did you do to cope with all of this stuff? Not just the adversity, but and, and now with COVID-19 and the shutdown and what have you done to cope with everything?
1: I guess mainly just looking forward to the future because I love to hunt too. So and my brother, he met a whole bunch of friends in college that opened up opportunities to hunt and do new things. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of hoping that do things like that meet new people because not many of my classmates are coming to UNA. Yeah. Most of them are either going Northwest or got a few going to Auburn. So I'm as introverted as I am I'm really excited to meet other people and experience different things even though I've been at U N or around UNA for my whole life. Yeah
0: and that's one of the unique things about college is you do get to make those relationships and, and meet people and, and you know for me my best friends in life the guys who stood next to me at my wedding were college friends. Um, and and are still my friends today. They're still the guys that I converse with. They're still the guys that, you know, the NFL draft just happened as we're recording this, and I was complaining with all of them about how my Packers screwed up the draft, you know, and, and all that stuff. And so I'm glad to hear you say, you know, you're looking forward to that. And, you know, for you high school seniors who may be listening to this, use college as that. Build relationships. Use the opportunity that you have, regardless of circumstances in life, regardless of what we can and can't do, You know, you can still make relationships and make friendships that are lifelong friendships that will help you throughout life in times of adversity Um, in that. And I've experienced that. I know Caleb and you other high school seniors and for you college students listening to this, I hope you hear Caleb's desire to meet people. Right. And so it's on you college students to reach out to these new students, these incoming students, to love on them, to encourage them, to connect with them and help them build these relationships they're wanting to build and show them uh, fun time college is fun you know but also show them how to grow in life and maybe learn from some of your mistakes as you teach them how they go in college and so on that note this uh, series is called what we've learned right And so Caleb just through this virus what have you learned
1: probably the biggest thing is just patience you know mm. I've never really been very patient I, you know especially where we want things right now and most everything we can get right away mm. but it's really taking a step back and I guess waiting on God, knowing that whatever happens happens, and that He's in control, mainly.
0: Yeah, the patience thing is so key, and it's so hard, right? I mean, I'm with you, and and you hit the nail on the head. Our society, we're such an instant gratification society. We're a microwave, fast food, drive through, online carry out delivery. Even before all this went I had down,
1: drive through. So.
0: Yeah, I mean, it just everything is that quick and that fast, and so we do transition that to our life and think that life things have to happen quickly as well. And it doesn't always work that way. As you said, waiting on God, right? That's why he says, be still and know that I am God, right? And it's not this, we're sitting around with our hands in our pockets, waiting for some direction. It's, we're gonna continue to go about life, right? It's kind of like a waiter in a restaurant, right? That waiter's active, they're serving, they're on the move while they're waiting for their table to let them know what they need, what their decisions are, right? It's the same thing we are like a waiter with God we're serving him we're actively doing we're going through life but we're waiting on him to give us direction as well and that's the hardest thing to do is to wait and to be patient as you said i'm with you on that man i'm i'm ready for some sports on television i'm ready for some fellowships with students again i'm ready for you to be able to get out and go and go to church and go you know i mean even to the mall at this point right like to be able to just do something um just to give us a breath of fresh air, so to speak, you know. And so I'm with you uh, on the patience thing when you talk about that. What else have you learned, maybe uh, about yourself or about your peers during this time, um,
1: as well as the patience thing? Go ahead. Okay, I guess that I'm a little more outgoing than I thought. I guess because like doing this, I, you know, I've never done this, and I recorded a devotional for my youth group that we put on Instagram or Instagram TV, and it, nervous as I was or as I thought I was going to be I really wasn't you know when I started doing it um, and took that step it just it kind of felt normal I guess.
0: Yeah that's awesome and I think a lot of students can echo that sentiment that this virus has maybe shown things about themselves they didn't know or to a different level you know and even with me like this technology stuff you were talking about as they're setting up it looks fancy like these microphones I bought off Amazon I just figured out how to use them on my own because I knew this was a platform I thought we could use for the sake of the kingdom, but also to help students. And so um, I'm with you. I think this virus has taught us a lot of new things. I definitely think it's taught us patience. You know, I think that's a great word you talked about and waiting on what God wants us to do moving forward. Um, And so let's let's talk about moving forward. What are you so excited about transitioning to college? I know you mentioned making relationships, but maybe go a little deeper on that. Or is there something else as well that you're just excited about transitioning to college?
1: Uh, probably just having a little more freedom. You know, I like, probably like likes structure, likes being told what to do, I like a set schedule every day in high school. But I like coming into college, I might not have to get up as early. Yeah. Um, as weird as it sounds, I'll get to work. I'll probably regret that here in a few weeks, but make my own money, do my own thing. In a couple of years, maybe move out. Mm. I don't know, start my life, I guess
0: yeah college is a beautiful thing for that you know you're you're staying close to home right and uh, like you said una has been your life for as long as you've known it um but it's definitely that piece of it you get that freedom in college and for you high school seniors about to embark in college man you get freedom to make all kinds of decisions your class schedule when you eat you get to take naps when you want you get to work if you want as caleb said you also get to participate in activities and i told caleb i was gonna make this pitch at some point I want to encourage all you high school seniors listening to this to get involved on campus in some shape, form, or fashion. Whatever that is that uh, intrigues you, that that reaches out to you, you know, Caleb and I briefly talked about the fishing team here. There's so many ways you can get involved on campus, whether it's a club sport like that or Greek life or a faith-based ministry like we are here, the Baptist Campus Ministries, Obviously for all you high school seniors, just selfishly, I would love to see all of you at some point here at the BCM. I think we have a spot for you just in ministry that we do. Even if you say, well, I'm not a believer, or I'm not into church, that's fine. Come by and check us out. We're gonna be doing some mission stuff in the Shoals. We're gonna do some mission stuff regionally, some good just community service type stuff. We're going to be doing a lot of activities on campus and so there's a lot of things you can get involved in we have a weekly worship service we have weekly lunch here at the bcm that i would love for all of you to get involved with and get to know you and see how we can help you in life as you make decisions as caleb talked about you know in a couple of years making some life decisions right what job am i going to pursue where am i going to live creating my own life we want to help you in that uh, if we can as much as we can and love you through the process and encourage you and like I said, maybe teach you some of the things we messed up on and help you avoid some failures in life. Um, and so is there anything, Caleb, back to you as you're transitioning to college that maybe you're concerned or would have questions on that maybe you or your peers have discussed?
1: Uh, not really, just other than the fact of really what I want to do because I like I like to write. I like science for the most part and history, but just kind of narrowing that down and making that commitment to – do one thing i guess for majority of my life it's yeah a little scary but i mean if you love it then you know it doesn't wouldn't feel like work i guess that's right yeah
0: I, I will agree with that uh that last part that caleb said you know if you if you're doing something that you love that you know you're called to um then it doesn't feel like work right like i feel like i'm called to be campus minister yes there's work yes there's a lot of things behind the scenes and some weird hours, right? Like I'll be on a Zoom call tonight with some students and probably be on it until 8.30 or so, you know, and that's okay, that's part of the role, but that's what I love and I enjoy every aspect of it. And so um, I get it too from the standpoint of you gotta make a decision and a commitment to a career. You know, I changed my major four times um, because I came in as a freshman and I was gonna be a math major, secondary education, I was gonna coach high school math and be a basketball coach. And quickly realized that college math stunk and I didn't want to deal with that and so I changed majors to physical education and then I didn't want to do all the science and so I changed to sports management and ended up with sports management and business because um, I was going to go into sports and business and here I am in full-time industry so I say all that to say one students that are thinking about this if you're struggling with your major what to choose take your time Right. Don't don't rush into a decision. Don't feel like you gotta be pressured into anything. But also I would ask you, what are you called to? For you believers, seek that out in Christ and ask him, what does he have for your life? And be willing to say yes to that, whatever it is. And you may not get an answer right away. That's why I loved that Caleb talked about what we've learned in this is patience. This is gonna take patience as well deciding what major, what career choice. And some of you know, you know, this is it. This is what I want to do. This is what God's calling me to do. That's awesome. Pursue that. But those of you that are like Caleb that don't, I will tell you and want to encourage you, that's okay. Take some classes, reach out to some people, look at some people and figure out what it is. Look at your giftedness and what it is that God's calling you to be willing to go down that route and then just pursue that uh, and know that it'll take some time and you'll be able to figure it out as you go. Um, but I think that's a great thought from Caleb um, there on on transitioning to college. And I know that transitioning to college for, for some of you that may come across this, because um, I'm going to challenge our BCM students to share this with high school seniors, um, some of you are going to be moving away from home um, and, and coming to the Shoals. And uh, we wanna welcome you to the Shoals, it's a beautiful place, we got lots of good food, we got lots of good outdoor stuff, uh, and the university's incredible. Um, On top of all the RSOs that I mentioned to you that you can get plugged into. but I just want to encourage you, if you're moving away from home, I know that may feel daunting, but it's okay as well. And to start creating your own path and being who you are. And hearing from one of your peers, here, in Caleb talking about, man, I've learned I'm more outgoing than I thought I was and that I'm actually a little more natural talking about some things that I gave myself credit for. You're going to learn a lot about yourself your first semester of college whether you're moving off or not, but especially those of you moving off. And so you're gonna to have to create some confidence in who you are, and especially for you believers, knowing who you are in Christ and standing in that and allowing that to dictate your motives and your choices in college and not what society tells you you should be. Uh, it's one of the big things in transitioning college I see with freshmen all the time. And so I just want to encourage you in that and again make the shameless plug here come be a part of us at the BCM we'll help you we'll, we'll give you some places to make good decisions and give you a place to worship give you a place to connect and make friendships as Caleb talked about uh, my best friends in life I met right here at the BCM uh, and, and those guys are still right by my side today and so um, but we'll also grow in the Lord and challenge you in your walk with Christ on that And so Caleb, going back, you know, you you talked about what you learned and um, some things. If you could encourage your fellow high school seniors, what would you encourage them with?
1: I guess take a chance on some things. You know, do do things that make you uncomfortable. If they pay off, great. If not, then, well, do something else, I guess. But just don't be afraid to do something different. Don't be afraid to be different than everybody else, because obviously that's what we're called to be as Christians. We're called to be different. And just set an example for the for, for other people.
0: Yeah, Caleb said, hit the nail on the head. As believers, we're set apart as a royal priesthood, right? And you all, I've probably heard this passage, especially if you've grown up in church, about how Paul's writing in First Timothy says, "Don't look anyone like down on you because you're young, but set an example for the believers." And so Caleb's dead on, and that's great encouragement. That, I, that there's nothing really I need to add to that or should add to that. He, he's right. Step out. Follow the Lord, trust Him, set an example. You know, Paul said, be imitators of me as I am of Christ. And I think that's how we as believers need to be uh, and be willing to say that and do that to the people around us. Um, but also, like he said, step out of your comfort zone. There's no growth in the comfort zone. None. And so you need to grow, you need to grow as a person, you need to grow as a believer, you need to grow as a leader, as whatever it is, you need to grow and so step out of your comfort zone and be willing to put yourself out there. It may mean you make a mistake, it may mean failure, but that's okay, you can learn from that, you can grow from that and there'll be people beside you to pick you up and help you. But what I think tends to happen when we step out of our comfort zone is growth we grow we get opportunities to lead we get opportunities to learn about ourselves as we've talked about on this but we get opportunities to impact other people's lives and that's what we're here to do is impact other people's lives and so I think that's great encouragement And to kind of flip to that from your perspective as a high school senior looking towards college or based on what you learned or what you're looking towards what would you encourage college students on?
1: I guess kind of the same thing we just talked about reach out to the younger kids because you know I've probably didn't do a good enough job of that as a high school senior especially at a small school you have what we call fire squad buddies because and each high school student or grade now is paired up with a certain class it's like mine this year was third grade boys i think and you know we met them at the beginning of the year and we're just kind of a way of mentoring them letting them know that we care about them and just trying to get them involved because They're the future of the school, right? So we want them coming back. We want them enjoying their time at school. So I guess just being invested in people younger than you, although you might not like them or think they're cool enough, but, you know, they are people too, and you were once that young. So
0: yeah we can all look back whether we're former college students or current college students we can look back and see people that reached out to us that helped us and encouraged us and how big of an impact that made
1: on our lives and so that's great encouragement to you college students like some of my best friends are two years older than me you know taylor spinks goes to mississippi state and john tucker waddell he's here at una grown up with them played baseball with them and even my brother's class you know he's five years older than me when he was a senior i was in seventh grade and they're him and his friends, they I try not to annoy them too much, but you know, they accepted me if I was if I was around them or on the baseball field or at someone's house, I was was always there because Josh had to take me places. Mm-hmm. So just being accepting of other people and understanding that you were once that young too i guess yeah that's that's great advice and for you current college students especially our bcm kids i i hope you're
0: taking that to heart and you're ready to engage because you know this this senior class specifically has had such a a weird experience to use caleb's word and such a different experience and um they've lost out on a lot of things right i don't want to pour salt in the wound caleb by any means um but i say that to say is that i think this Freshman class is going to be so excited and so yearning for these relationships and these connections and for new experiences Because I think they have grasped and come to grips with Their senior years not like they thought it was going to be So as Caleb shared earlier to add to his encouragement of reaching out and making sure we're reaching this part of our generation is that we understand they're also looking forward and so now with their eagerness to be at college to make these relationships we need to tap into that be available for that and essentially not let them down but even it's not just about not letting them down it's about not letting the lord down because that's what the lord has put us in place to do especially us here at the una bcm this is the bcm podcast our job is to reach every student and i know that's a tall task to think about reaching every student but we've got to do that and we've got to be willing to do that and it starts with students that we know people that we know or even people that we come in contact with that we don't know. especially this summer you students reach out to the students you know that are coming to una it was intentional for me to reach out to caleb to invite him to do this because one i knew him i knew he would do a tremendous job and give great word like he's done but also to just spend some time with him caleb and i've never really had a chance to have a conversation spiritually we've always talked about sports it's always been at a ball field or around our, our families being together just with with me and his dad being friends. And so um, I think it's important that we do this, that we reach out and let them know, hey, we're here. And we're, we're here for whatever you need us for, anything you need us for, and to really genuinely be about that. And so uh, to wrap it up, Caleb, um, I guess just kind of, if you could leave everybody with one thought um, based on what you've learned with this virus and what you're looking forward to, and it may be you've already said, that's okay. But what's the one thought you want to leave the people listening with?
1: Probably don't take things for granted. Um, you know, I, not to talk about only sports, but I go back to baseball because that's kind of how I mm-hmm. relate everything to. Um, after that game ended, I was just like, well, I'm at over four. I didn't pitch too bad, but one ball was hit to me short, I can't I I think I played short that day to start. I missed, I made error, which led to like two or three runs in that first inning. And if I make that play, we're out of the inning and we go hit, we might win the game. So not taking little things for granted like the clothes you're wearing or the house you live in and the house isn't small, but compared to some things and people that don't have certain things, it's it's very big, I guess. It's just, I guess, thanking God for what he's given you and what, and realizing what all you have that some people don't.
0: Yeah, that's the beautiful thing about sports is I think it relates to everything spiritually and life in general, right? Caleb talked about making one mistake that led to some other things. All we have as people, especially believers, is today. So let's focus on today and let's make the most of today, and Caleb's dead on. We've got to stop taking life as we know it for granted, the things that we have for granted, and live with a sense of gratitude for Christ and a sense of urgency for the Kingdom. And I think when we do that, as Caleb said, then it will drastically change our perspective on life and our motivation in life and how we serve the Lord and how we serve each other. Because at the end of the day, we don't know what step I'm going to take could affect others negatively, as Caleb mentioned in there, but also positively, as he also mentioned, right? There's been plenty of plays that Caleb has made that have affected his team in a positive way. And not just literal plays on the field, but plays off the field as well, being the guy that he is. And so I think that's important for all of us in each area that we're in, that we don't take it for granted, that we understand today is all we got. So let's live it for Christ while we wait on him to teach us what he has for us next. And so we hope this encourages you, Caleb. Thanks for joining us and giving us your perspective uh, on this. And I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. I know I've enjoyed this conversation and uh, can't wait to see. Be sure to tune in next week. We'll have a uh, couple of students on from UNA, one of those being a uh, senior who's about to graduate college and embark on life. and. We'll have an experience similar to Caleb's, but very different when we talk about graduating from college. And so tune in next week for that. Again, this is the UNABCM podcast. I'm Matt Daniels, the campus minister. We hope to see you soon. Stay safe and follow the Lord.